Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We work hard as physicians to take care of the health and well-being of our patients. But when it comes to our money, do we have the same condition of care? Probably, probably not. Let's change that together. Welcome to the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast, where we'll fight and advocate for your financial literacy. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. Thanks for being here. Let's jump into the show. This week's episode is sponsored by CityVest. CityVest has quickly become the most popular and best way for doctors to invest in top-performing real estate private equity funds that are usually reserved for institutional investors. This unique access to investing in these institutional funds is available for the first time ever through CityVest's easy and secure online investment platform. CityVest does the hard work of conducting due diligence and vetting the investments. They even get a third-party due diligence report that is posted on their website. As a result of aggregating a several million dollar investment amount into their access funds, CityVest gains access to investing in the institutional investment and is able to negotiate better investment terms such as a 12% preferred return. You can check them out at cityvest.com or go to the link in the show notes below. So welcome everybody to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. And I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, we talk about four different types of freedom, time, financial location, emotional freedom, and what started out as physician guests and listeners has now expanded. So into business owners, investors, entrepreneurs, coaches. So hopefully uh, the two can benefit from each other. So today to we have a special guest, uh, Mia Moran, and she's going to, she is, has a really interesting bio. She's talking about inspiring women as a mentor to help them balance work, family, and their wellness. So she's going to talk about um, uh, time freedom, emotional freedom. So Mia, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today. Yeah. Yeah. I know uh, we were, we connected through Podmatch and we um, talked backstage and I know, you know, the four pillars are finances, uh, location, time, emotional freedom. So um, tell us more about yourself and how you got started. Okay. So the one thing that I have not experienced that I'm assuming some of your audience has, especially in the physician space is I have definitely always been an entrepreneur. So that definitely, like, I understand that that is like builds in some location freedom that I know not everybody feels, but we can talk to that a little bit too. Uh Um, so I definitely have that, that, I don't know that it's an advantage, but I have that experience. Um, but, but in being an entrepreneur, I haven't always been the same kind of entrepreneur. So I started off actually owning, um, 
a pretty big design firm actually, um, which I grew while having three kids who are now teenagers, but at the time they were babies. And so my experience began kind of as really indebted to my business and having this experience where one day I remember looking across my desk and at the time I had three kids under the age of five. So for anyone listening who has kids, you can imagine that this was like you know, somewhat of an intense motherhood moment. Uh -huh. And for sure, it was so much easier to be at work than to be at home. Like, you know, I, I fully like had a, had a nanny who was there. Like I was, I felt very supported in that way. But I remember this day looking at this stack of coffee cups. Your physicians are also going to laugh at this. That was stacked up on my desk from when I had gotten to work that day. So whatever, maybe I got there at 8.30 and it was only three. And there was like seven of them. And I was like, first of all, how have I gone to Starbucks this many times in one day? And second of all, like I was always told that caffeine was supposed to give you energy and I'm freaking exhausted. So what is going on? And so that just caused this like whole, uh, maybe a breakdown. I don't know, but it just caused this whole moment where I was like, oh shoot. Like I have checked off all my boxes. Like I married the guy I wanted to marry. We bought a home. We had three kids. I built this company. Like I had all the things and what I hadn't really seen until I was looking at these coffee cups was that I was miserable. Like I was not happy. Like it hadn't, all the things hadn't bought me happiness at all. And I was exhausted. So the miserable part felt like I didn't deserve it. So I sort of put that aside for a minute and I went with the exhausted piece. And the most tangible piece of the exhausted piece was that over the course of being pregnant, nursing, all the things that one does when they have little babies is that I had gained 65 pounds mm -hmm. just, I think from the stress and like hormones and all the things. And so I decided that I was going to, that that needed to be what I focused on was really my body. And so it was just sort of one thing led to another. And I would say it led to body freedom, which isn't one of your pillars, but it was definitely something I had not experienced before um, where I really got healthy and that shifted my happiness. It shifted my energy. Um, it just shifted what I perceived was possible because before that moment, literally I did not know how to cook. Like I think an egg would have been a challenge. If you told me to go buy kale at the grocery store, I might have cried. Like I just, that wasn't my thing. And so I really had to learn and commit quickly as somebody who didn't think I had any extra time. So I did that. And I ended up writing a book on, on health and food and family and how to get healthy. And I I'm telling you all this because one, I think that health was a really important and why wellness is one of our pillars. Now it was a really important piece. And, but I went out and wrote this book and went on this book tour and met like thousands of women. And I, I started for some bizarre reason in California and I live on the East coast and I brought my kids with me. I homeschooled them for a year on this book tour. And I just kept like realizing that people in the room knew way more about food than I did. Like I thought I was going to educate people about green smoothies and people in California have been having green smoothies like long before I ever knew what one was. And so I was like, what is the problem? Like what is going on here? And it really ended up that it was time. It was time. Like no one thought they had the time to make change and everybody was really craving change. And mostly that was in the form of connection with their kids, healthier lifestyle, um, 
you know, easier ways to make money, all the different things. But for like everyone I kept talking to, it was like, I just don't have enough time. Like I certainly don't have enough breathing room to change. So that's sort of where I, how I got to where I am today. Um, where I talk a lot about productivity and how that might look different for today and, and for women. That's, that's quite an interesting, uh, introduction because, you know, you had so much, um, things you talked about, you know, burnout and stress and, uh, being a women in today's world, um, we'll, we'll, we'll start, uh, we'll start going down the rabbit hole. So one thing <laughs> is <laughs> we hope you don't mind this brief interruption from one of our affiliates. Today's affiliate is studentloanadvice.com. Studentloanadvice.com is a company powered by the White Coat Investor that specializes in helping professional students such as doctors, dentists, and other healthcare professionals navigate the complex and oftentimes confusing student loan landscape. They offer a consultation as well as services to help you save money when consolidating and paying back your student loans through their different options. You can go to their website studentloanadvice.com forward slash FFFP. That's again, studentloanadvice.com forward slash FFFP to find out more, get signed up on their email list or schedule a call with Andrew Paulson. Now back to our show. You talk about having it all and, um, and what specifically, how specifically can we each have it all and, or whatever, you know, having it all means in today's society. Exactly. And I think that's like the most important piece of that, because I think we really have to define that for ourselves. Yeah. And I think, especially I would imagine for everyone who's listening, who's still in medicine, like as women, I just think we're so, it's so embedded in like everything, like from magazines to where we came from to like that we either are good at work or we're good at home. And like, there's this huge divide the second your kids start school that like, you know, you've chosen. And I've had this interesting thing of like, I never actually felt in either camp because in some sense I had this time freedom always as an entrepreneur. So I didn't really like relate to the people who were like being told when to be at work. Um, Yet I totally didn't relate to the moms who were home either. And so I think that was this like middle way through for me where I was like, wait, like, why do we have to choose this? And then for everyone, no matter which you choose, whether you choose, whether you're going to like, you know, be a good mom or be good at work, which is ridiculous. Cause of course you can do both those things. Um, we so often leave self-care on the, you know, on the plate, you know, and, and especially for like, I'm assuming that, you know, a lot of your, maybe your working audience, you know, is part of this sandwich generation. So whether you have kids or you have parents, like I just meet so many women who are actually in the middle and like, they're not only caring for kids, they're caring for older people. It's like ridiculous what we have to do and, and taking care of ourselves just gets put last. And so those are the alls that I'm really referring to. Uh-huh. And so I think we just really have to redefine what all that means and what's really important to us. And once you know what's important to you, I really believe time bends. And I know that sounds weird and it's not like it really bends, but it's like, I never would have imagined that I had time to like change over my food 12 years ago. You know, I never would have imagined that I could go on a book tour for a year. Like, it's just like, you just figure, you know, like the second something feels like it's just for you, everything changes. And when we're really listening to how 
somebody else thinks it's supposed to be, I think it's much harder um, yeah. to figure out because then you really are playing Jenga because it's like, I'm supposed to have this and I'm supposed to have this and I'm supposed to have this and how does it all go together? <laughs> and it feels overwhelming just even thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's so hard um, today's hustle culture and, you know, this, this uh, in mo- a lot of the narratives you know, we grew up around this all uh, based on, uh, you know, a male dominated narrative and, you know, media, you're supposed to have this type of drive, this type of car, live in this neighborhood, yeah. you know, all, all of that, not, you know, but uh, what's interesting is you talk about a, um, you know, it's sort of like a balance and um, how do you have, it sounds like you balance yourself well. And so what does balance mean to you? And how do, have you always been good at feeling balanced? Well, not before the coffee cups, <laughs> but since the coffee cups, I've gotten pretty good at it. <laughs> um, but, and I think that what's really important around balance is just really understanding the season you're in. That's a really important part. So of course there's parts of our careers that are like, they're a little bit more hands-on at which point we go like, out, you know, you can, I don't know if everyone's watching video right now, but my hands are going up. It's like, then you just need the bird's eye view of like, okay, this is like a work time. Like how am I balancing that out with like, with downtime, what does that look like? Um, and so you're, if you're always thinking about balance, um, then you're, then you're planning. And the other thing about balance is I think, I don't even know how this happened, but when we're talking work-life balance, we're thinking timeline, a lot of us, like that's the first thing that comes into our head. And the second you're thinking timeline, it's very linear. And so it's like, you want equal chunks, but balance is actually a weight. Like it's actually volume. And so if you think of like a huge plastic ball, which is hollow, which is what I'm going to call work for right now. And then you think of this like little gold nugget, like they can balance each other out. So if you just make a plan where you're like, you know, eating well, maybe that's the gold nugget or you're going to yoga during your lunch break or whatever. Like it's very easy to balance out, um, things that feel out of balance and it doesn't necessarily have to be equal time. And I think that was the biggest, that was the biggest aha for me. And I find that when I'm focused on balance, which I've had to do, unfortunately, in like sometimes not great circumstances, like last year, I, I, one of my children didn't thrive during COVID. And so it was a lot of attention toward that child and my business thrived. Like, I just feel like when you're really thinking with the lens of balance, you, you figure out what it takes to balance the thing out. And it doesn't have to be effort. I think that's the thing. We always think it's more time, more effort. Um, but I think it's, it's just really thinking in advance and thinking as, sort of the next version of yourself and what that would look like. Does yeah. that answer that question? Oh yeah. 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 It's, I like that analogy of thinking in terms of uh, time and chunks and really just focusing on that and um, you know, like turning off your email notification or, you know, is your cell and all that. Um, and uh, the other thing is what is the first thing we should look at when we're feeling overwhelmed? Just, you know, what is it more awareness? Tell us more. Yeah. So so balance is joy, like all those things, they're all feelings, right? And so is overwhelm. So mm-hmm. I think that's the first thing is it's like, oh, like it's just catching that. And like, and, you know, obviously there are moments when we're doing a lot of things and it overwhelms our system, but it's like, I'm overwhelmed right now. 
I don't have to be in a constant state of overwhelm. That's more of a choice, right? So, so one of the things I love to do is just catch like, oh, like I'm feeling really overwhelmed because I have this stack of, you know, paperwork. I have this stack of patients that I have to write all these reports on or whatever, you know? And so it's like, so, and that's feeling overwhelming, like in this moment, but that doesn't mean we have to be in a constant state of overwhelm around the fact that we always have to do paperwork. And so to me, that start, sort of starts to shift like the conversation of how, how I'm feeling about overwhelm. Cause overwhelm can be, to me, can just be this consistent story of like, it's too much, it's too much, it's too much. So really just like catching ourselves of like, yeah, it is too much right now. And I'm going to balance that out by leaving at three or going home and hugging a kid or having a healthy meal or you know, going to an exercise class or whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. You, I know you talk a lot about finding flow when you're constantly in survival mode um, and, uh, you know, how be pushing less and being way more productive. Um, yeah. It's really interesting. I know a lot of um, uh, physicians, especially female physicians, because they have the, you know, they have their careers, but then they, you know, they have to juggle their uh, family and, all of these responsibilities. So it can be quite daunting. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, um, I think uh, like uh, so many doctors are burned out just, you know, after COVID and, um, but uh, I, I like to transition into food and wellness and how does that impact work-life balance? Yeah. So can I say one thing about the thought before first? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So <laughs> we're going to get to food, I promise, mm-hmm. and, and, and how that affects it all. But one thing I was just thinking as you were saying the thing about, you know, just burnout from the pandemic and going home, like that's a really good example of like the weight of things and, and just some of the things we've been conditioned to do. So I think anyone who has, you know, I would say especially sort of doctors, um, you know, we work such long hours. And so then when you get home, well, first of all, you probably need some time to unwind. But second of all, there's like that immediate thing that like, you have to spend all the time with kids or like, or connecting with a spouse or whoever's in your life. And that's an example of like the gold versus the plastic. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you could spend all your free time with your kids, you know, that you're not working, but probably that will lead to overwhelm and burnout really fast. But that to me, that's an example of like, but if I choose to come in, like take care of myself or not even come straight home, but like have a a path, like, you know, that maybe that is when I, you know, just breathe deep in the car for 10 minutes or do a meditation or, or go move my body or whatever it is. And then I walk in and I'm fully present, even if it's just for 10 minutes, that's much more connecting to a kid or a spouse than like eight hours of you being stressed. So that's an example of like how we can balance it out and it can be a lot less overwhelming. So I just had to say that for anyone who that serves. (laughs) Um, So then food. So for me, that was the piece of that journey 12 years ago that I just had to figure out how to, to really keep in. Because when I cleaned up my food, sometimes I describe it as like, I went to a therapist for 10 years. Like it it increased my happiness and my productivity and my focus in a way that I had no idea that it could do that. And so I think it's really important that we, um, that we 
prioritize that and we don't let that slide because it really can be the foundation to how we show up at work, like how we feel in our bodies, which then affects how we show up to the people we love, which then affects like how much energy we have to do other things. So I just feel like it affects so many things. And I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> laughing to myself thinking that I'm talking to doctors because um, <laughs> I want y'all to share this too. Yeah. <laughs> it was the thing that I'm like, how do we not know this? Like, how, how is this not like common knowledge? Um, but it's not, it's not like what we put in our bodies is not common knowledge. And I'll say that what I, what I did 12 years ago was kind of extreme actually. Um, I decided to go um, raw vegan for a year um, and it did shift what I did. But the thing, the two things that I found um, really affected me a lot were the gluten and the dairy. So I've managed to keep those out all this time. And, mm-hmm. and I just feel good, right? Like, of course, you know, my body does all sorts of strange things because I'm a woman with hormones, but, but that just keeps this like baseline of like my energy is even and. I just feel, I feel good. So I just feel like when we start to think about how our health can really support us in our work and how we show up in our family and how we show up in our life, we can really change. Uh It's freedom. It like literally creates freedom. Yeah. Yeah. I've been reading a really interesting book about food and just diet and, you know, like uh, it comes down to just uh, macronutrients, the micronutrients, and how it affects your um, brain chemistry, your body, uh, and you know you don't like you you don't really see it, but then you like notice and feel it. So um, it's quite fascinating, you know, what you put into your body. You know, not only just information or you know your um, who you yeah. associate with, you know, but then your food. That's very interesting. So. Yeah, and how you move. Yeah, all the different parts, and it's so easy when we get busy to. Yeah. You know, I guess COVID made it a little bit harder, but it's so easy to go get takeout and like do this thing in passing and not really think about it. And, you know, then summer brings in all these like, you know, gatherings of people and we, we hate to say no, but I don't know. The second I really um, planned for that and followed through on my plan as yeah. I, like a lot of times what I say about planning and this helps in any of those four pillars. Yeah. A lot of times what I say about planning is it's just your, um, past self giving your future self the gift of really being in the present so Uh it's like when you're planning i always like to think that it's my future you know i I try to like um really get in alignment with my future the future me which would make very different decisions than the current me right and the current me like i want like french fries future (laughs) me is like always healthy and energetic so she might make a different choice so i try to channel her to make my plans And then it's like, when I'm in the moment where my, you know, it's time to follow whatever plan I've made, it's like, oh yeah, like she wants these things. So it's very, to me, it relates a lot to, to money because money, it's so easy to like spend now, but we know that saving, you know what I mean? Like it, it, there's a lot of parallels there. So food for me, it's just like, how can we make smart choices for our future? Which it's not always easy to make those choices in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a great conversation and, uh, I know all the, um, particularly the female cohort will really resonate with what you're talking about and, um, uh, how can people, um, get a hold of you, contact you, maybe work with you, any links or resources would be greatly appreciated. Yeah. So our website is plansimple.com. 
And we have a free course there actually that's called From Overwhelmed to Ease. So it just <laughs> takes through the process of really understanding both as emotions and then figuring out how to plan your day. Um, and then I also have a podcast called the plan simple podcast. So anyone who listens to that can go, he listens to podcasts, that might be a really good resource. Um, and the way that we work with people is really around planning and productivity. So we, um, we work with people to really figure out what they want and to make a plan for it. And then we, we literally like are very handholdy around making sure that people, that women follow through. Cause I, I think it's one of the places where we've been left to, we've left to our own devices. We haven't been guided. And, um, I think we all need to take personal responsibility for what we want, but we don't necessarily have to do it alone. And women very often do all the things alone. Yeah. 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 Especially in this day and age, um, you know, it's, we have so many resources and we have communities, so it's so much easier to yeah. get started. So, um, yeah. Well, thanks so much for coming onto the show and, um, you know, we'll, be looking forward to hearing about your future success. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited that you made it for another episode. You are truly the best. If you've been following the show for a while, you know that my passion is to bring you the education you need to find your path to financial freedom. Please come back week after week for new content, new resources, and great guests. Until then, if you haven't already, please be sure to check out the website, www.drchrisluemdphd.com for more support. I'll see you next week.